What up, dog? Raise your hands if uh, you feel like Raw has been doo-doo since WrestleMania, dog. I'm hurt. I'm hurt because I was invested. I thought it was going somewhere. This SummerSlam is not looking that spectacular for real. Oddly enough, man, I've been one of those Dolph fans. If anybody's been wondering, like, who's been cheering for Dolph, I'm that. I'm one of those guys way in the back, probably in Section 400, that, that's been cheering for Dolph. Now he has in, this intercontinental title run, and I'm not fucking with it for real. I don't like it. You know, it seems more of a, like, a... It seems exactly what it is. It's just like a little gateway for um, Drew to come through. Um, they're probably going to split up. Drew's probably going to take the belt from him and just, you know, I have no problem with Drew being the man, but I really wanted Dolph to be the show off with the belt. It seems like without the belt, my man was like giving up crazy work. And now with the belt, he's got to be like this whole slivering, cheating type of dude. And it's just, it's throwing me off balance, man. I'm disappointed by that. My man Drew. I'm behind you, 100%. Get that belt off of Brock. Put it on Roman and let Drew and Roman go at it for the next couple of months. I'm into it. I'm not into it. But just like everybody else, I don't want to see the Brock Lesnar Roman match. I have nothing against Roman. I just tired of seeing these two niggas main event. These guys been main event and arguing as long as me and my girlfriend's been arguing. I'm tired of us arguing. <laughs> All right. It's just like it's been like five years of just them two just butting heads. You know what I'm saying? At least I can try to find a solution in my in my issues. These niggas like they just Brock just keep whipping his ass. He just keeps coming back. Maybe they take the belt off Brock this time. It really is really looking like that because of the whole thing with Paul and how they setting this shit up. I'm really starting to have sympathy for Paul. I'm actually really genuinely pulling for Roman right now because. I'm just tired of seeing Brock with his belt. I'm tired of not having a champion on television so we can get a surprise championship match, you know, or a surprise championship defense. Get this nigga out of here. But anyway, oh, and before I go on, for anybody that tuned in and thought I was going to give, like, a deep dive, detailed review, that's not what this is. I just love fucking wrestling, and sometimes I got to talk about it, and I ain't really got nobody to talk about it with, so I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> it's just... What I feel, what things that I caught with my eye, things that I thought that was funny that stood out and just how I think the storyline going. Pretty much the bare minimum. If you're looking for like some intense shit, there are a lot of podcasts out there that give you that. This is just some, you know. Do they, they don't really have barbershop talk. Like wrestling isn't really a thing I've heard talked about in the barbershop, but let's just all imagine that we went to some weird barbershop and wrestling was a topic that this would kind of be my version of the man fuck this shit anyway so Titus World on, on Titus World Riding um, Authors of Pain again I've been watching it seems like I've been watching this match as long as I've been watching the Roman and Brock matches like uh, this is an every week thing this is really boring I actually feel really bad for Titus and Apollo because well, I really feel bad for Apollo now, you know what? I'll take that back. I feel bad for both of them. Apollo, because I had a lot of hope. I was a Apollo Crews hype machine when he got the NXT and he got the call up. You know, 
Um, Titus, I really felt like Titus was going to, with this worldwide thing, was going to have, like, a huge reboot. Uh, even though this nigga moves very fucking slow, I wanted to see him have, like, some type of little single push where he just, you know, just got tired of all the bullshit and became very dominant. But I don't think they're going to have that or whatever. So, whatever. Um, to, last night, I do think that Brock should have been in the building, you know, with the aftermath and everything. Like, I thought he would have been around more. That was just me. I guess just high expectations. <laughs> a nigga can wish, right? But he was not in the building. Paul was there. And Paul had that whole paranoid-ass interview, which was weird. You know, I didn't even hear most of it because I just had to recover from this um, boring-ass Bobby Roode match. You know what? All the Bobbies are boring. Bobbies are boring right now. That's what WWE is selling right now. Bobby Lashley out here beefing with Elias over nothing. They singing in the ring and shit. I don't even care. Only The only story I cared about with Bobby Lashley was the one with Roman because it actually made sense. It's just two big dudes. They're trying to get the title so I could see that, and I wanted to see them brawl it out. But everything from the, the Sami Zayn thing to what they're doing now just don't make sense. Just Bobby is just so damn generic and in this time of like it's not even he's generic like he's a legit threat right but it's it's just not like I don't know well Brock like I see him and Brock right but Brock like he gives the attitude like I'm a I'm a beat somebody's ass and like Bobby always had that I don't know, I'm just here to save the day attitude. It's just like, I'm just big, and I just know how to do everything only when I'm tempted. I don't, I don't know, it's just something about him. It's just, maybe he should just cut a, a couple of promos or something, but I always thought Bobby Lashley was born for, like, even before he left. Like, to be honest, I can't even give you a reason, all right? I just spent, like, 90 seconds trying to develop a reason Super fast, could not think of any reason, no legit reason why I'm just not rocking with Bobby Lashley. Other than I just think he's boring and has no personality. So that's pretty much it. But the Bobbies are boring the fuck out of me. And Bobby, with this beef with um with Mojo Riley, I'm confused about Mojo Riley because I thought he was supposed to be focused. He still looks very hype. God, ah. That shit is boring, man. <laughs> but, like, but they are doing a good job. Even though I'm tired of watching, even though I'm tired of seeing um, Bobby, not Bobby, Brock and Roman, they're doing a real good job of building up to this match. It's starting to feel like a, it's starting to really feel like a huge thing. I think this is going to be the, I really think that this is the moment that Roman is going to get crowned the, the championship for the 100th time, but he's actually going to have the reaction that WWE is looking for. Now, I don't know. I can't remember how many times he had a championship. Four, three. I don't know how many times. But I know one time he beat Sheamus and the crowd went crazy. I remember that night. I was I was going crazy. I don't know why they didn't capitalize off that. But hopefully this is the climax when we see the end of the Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns saga. Brock can go back to UFC. Roman can go on to face Drew. And, you know, my main event can come true. Um, my surprise of the night, though, was that um, 
Foxy, Alicia Fox actually had a, a, a vignette, right? And they went, they went down all her accomplishments. And then, you know, she was the first you know, Miss Champion to perform here. Da da blah, da da ta ta ta. Never saw no such respect for uh, Alicia Fox ever before. So I was surprised tonight. I felt like this was more disrespectful because everybody knew that she was going to get squashed. So, you know, if this was going to be a competitive match, this will definitely fit in. I would have liked it, but this is all set enough for Alicia to get squashed like an ant. If there's anything smaller than an ant, a net, she's going to get squashed like a net. And, and not only that, so, so they give her a vignette, right? Then when her match comes around, main event comes around, she doesn't even come down to her own music. She comes down to Alexa Bliss music. That fucked me up even more. And, you know, if I was Alicia Fox, I'd have spashed out. I'd have gotten that ring. Oh, wait, hold on. This shit gets in the ring, right? And then the announcer asks her about Ronda. I'd have grabbed the mic and like, look, bitch, all right? It's bad enough I ain't even come down to my own goddamn music, all right? You gonna ask me questions about this bitch I'm about to wrestle now? Don't you know the answers, okay? It don't matter what I say. She about to squash me right now, okay? Give me some goddamn respect. But anyway, though, but that looked good. Um, Ronda came out there. She got rowdy. You know, you can pretty much guess the end of this. In the end of this match, I don't remember the last time Alicia Fox won a match. So, but it's all good. Um, I'm gonna leave you with those thoughts. I'll be back with my review for SmackDown tomorrow. And um. I hope you got the gist of what the fuck is going down on this joint. So you don't be bothering me about, like, giving in-depth information. Even though I have in-depth information, I don't have no sources and shit like that. So I don't feel comfortable, you know, spreading that news and shit. But if you just want to kick the shits and talk about, uh, you know, most recent events in wrestling, you can comment below this link. Uh, you can hit me on IG at... Easy Breezy. That's E-A-Z-Y-B-R-E-E-Z-I-E. I don't know why I just spelled that shit out for y'all. I can just write it in the goddamn... I'm out of here, man.